0: Recently, some pretty big things have been going on in our Asia-Pacific backyard. There's been a constitutional crisis in Tonga, and the fourth most populous country in the world, Indonesia, just elected a new president with a murky military past from its days as a dictatorship. And then on Monday, there was shocking news of a massacre in the Papua New Guinea highlands.
1: It's believed to be the largest massacre in PNG's history, Police are
0: called Death on our doorstep was how Sky News Australia reported the slaughter there, in which more than 60 people were killed. But it was the event on the doorstep of Morning Reports correspondent Carrie ann Walsh which made much more news here this week, though the epic era's tour by Taylor Swift wasn't Carrie anns thing.
1: Just between you and I, OK, I'll say it very quietly, I didn't get it. I didn't understand the whole thing. I didn't get the Swiftie, Tay, rah-rah business.
0: But while Kerry-Ann Walsh said she didn't get it, the spin-offs Duncan Grieve did, he said he saw pop culture history in Melbourne, the most powerful pop star in decades at the peak of her powers, making songs that were mostly consumed individually by phones, moving for almost 100,000 people packed into the MCG. And while Duncan Grieve was one of thousands who flew across the ditch, motivated by FOMO, fear of missing out, There was also a fair bit of anger about missing out among Swifties who didn't get to go and the media here have really milked that. On the Friday before last, ZB's Heather Duplessy Ellen asked how come Taylor didn't turn up in Auckland. The Eden Park boss says the park's Riesel's consent cost us a Taylor Swift tour stop. Now Eden Park has got two Coldplay concerts, three Pink concerts also booked for 2024, which takes up five of the six concert slots. Well never mind Pink and the band that had a smash hit with Yellow, Kiwi Swifties wanted to hear Red and all the other hits from Taylor Swift's back catalogue On Home Soil and Eden Park's boss said it was because consents limited the stadium to just six shows a year. Um, we need to get this sorted. We're missing out on premium content at our national stadium. But back on ZB last Sunday, the weekend collective show host Tim Roxburgh wasn't convinced. Bollocks. We're just not big enough. She's, got what she's um, generated $1.2 billion in economic value in Melbourne alone. I, I don't think she was ever going to come to New Zealand and just the next day, his fellow ZB host Andrew Dickens said there's no way that Tay Tay's big
1: stage show wouldn't have fitted into Eden Park. Most other people are doing it. Wait till you see what Coldplay's bringing you later in the year. What about you too? Look at the tours that they've brought here, from the Claw to the big widescreen Joshua Tree show. Taylor's show wasn't too big for any New Zealand venue, but that's what was said. And when ZB's stablemates at the Herald
0: rushed that out as a story, it quoted Nick Sortner as saying this. Eden Park has proven it can accommodate any stage or production and 60,000 fans. Adding, he has no doubt, the venue would have sold out multiple shows. But back in June last year when New Zealand was omitted from the schedule for the era's tour, the same Herald reported that a well-placed but unnamed insider had said that stage size could be a massive reason. And NZME digital and social content creator Megan Sager told the Herald after seeing the setup herself in the US... There is no way she could fit it in any of our stadiums. And the bummer was, only about 52,000 bums on seats would fit in Eden Park, which, if true, would make the -the after-the-fact claims this week about Eden Park concert consents and resident Noid's objections a bit of a moot point.
1: But it was a hot talking point for ZB on Talkback that day. Don't you hate it when a small group of people stops the country from achieving what it wants to do? And isn't this the story of New Zealand? Somebody complains about a snail, we don't build a dam. And then the Prime Minister got dragged into it too. Chris Luxon said that, uh, you know, we're, we're insular, we're wet, we're not open for business. And Andrew Dickens' listeners pointed the finger of blame even at the cyclists. You're so right, Andrew, New Zealand is ruled by minorities now. For instance, the stopping of the Basin Reserve flyover by about 10 people and the profligate waste of money on cycleways in Wellington, again to appease a small but powerful minority. And snails, dams. Cycleways, Taylor Swift, noise, 10.30, ah, ah, I don't want to live. We know how
0: he feels. And the day after that, last Wednesday, the Herald had this headline. Residents voice overwhelming support for pop superstar concert. More than 93% of Eden Park's neighbours do want the Auckland Stadium to host at least one Taylor Swift concert, the story said. But what's the point of that when the Eras Tour is underway across the ditch and definitely not coming here? While the Taylor Swift horse had bolted, recent reports of a possible waterfront stadium for sports events would have been front of mind for the Eden Park Trust Board in commissioning that survey, and a horse that they're keen to see confined to the stables or even sent to the glue factory if possible. Stories referring to a strong desire for Eden Park to host more concerts and not be restricted by consenting processes certainly couldn't hurt that effort. Back on News Talk ZB though, Andrew Dickens' callers certainly reckoned that big gigs were good, among them Matthew.
1: I saw Iron Maiden when I was 16 years old, I'll never forget it, Um, and I just felt connected with everybody that night and, and left so happy. We all need to be brought together because everyone's divided and crazy and all over the show. And these, these concerts, believe it or not, have a um, kind of therapeutic effect and there's mm. this contagious energy.
0: And here at MediaWatch, we wonder if Matthew's contagious Iron Maiden energy couldn't be a solution of sorts. Media Watch's solution? A Taylor Swift Iron Maiden reunion double bill with matinee performances at Eden Park for locals who like a quiet night. And evening shows at the Waterfront Stadium, built on time and under budget by, say, 2035, for those who like the nightlife and a bit of noise.